When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Get it going. <clears throat> what up, y'all? It's your boy to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Hey, what up? We got T. Murph in the building today. Chicago's finest. What up, Murph? Uh, Chillin', man. What's going on, my guys? How y'all feeling? What's happening, hey. man? Beard is still flourishing. Man. Glad you didn't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Glad yeah. you're still out here with it. You uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Murph, you're a, you a barber, man. So how's this hitting you? You, uh... I mean, I know you can't get clients, but at least you can cut your own hair. I saw one video of you cutting your son's hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still cut my son's hair, man. I haven't cut any clients though, shit, in years, bro. Oh, oh really? yeah, I, I haven't cut. I haven't, I haven't worked in a barbershop probably since like 2017. I think it was maybe my last year. Um, oh. Are people hitting you up like in desperate situations? <laughs> bro, yeah, yeah. Nigga, niggas like, man, how much to come to the crib? I'm like, they don't know I'm gonna charge them like like comedy shows pay. So you know they they don't they don't know. You gotta <laughs> like, you got to reach out to my agent to book me to come cut your hair. You gonna charge him a twenty minute set? Man, easy, <laughs> easy. You know, man. So yeah, and I'm not I'm not risking the wrong for no damn twenty thirty dollars, man. I'm cool on that. You know, cat. Where, where you going? Exactly. Where you, where you going, nigga? Exactly. I mean, a lot of cities are slowly opening back up. Even L.A. this Friday is supposed to open up. And uh, I'm just like... I'm going to see how that goes first. <laughs> Bro, do you know that when when uh, Georgia opened up, since they've opened up, I should say, their infections have risen 40%. I believe that, but it's also like, didn't when this first came out, like it took a long time to find out if you had it? Yeah. So how did they get those stats so quickly? Uh, I, I, know they, I know they flipped uh, like the test. So now you have a test that'll, you know, you can get instant testing, 15, 20 minutes. Before it would take like weeks. And it was, really? a, shortage, it was a shortage at first. So it hit and spread so fast, we didn't have the proper test. And I heard that some of the tests were old. So supposedly they have new tests uh, and they have faster tests. So, but I mean, that's crazy. Suspicious though. Like, it seems like, if if you're irresponsible enough to go out to a club the first day the city opens, yeah. it doesn't seem like you go in the next day to get tested right away, you know? Nah. So it seems like they're trying to prove a point to us. Like, see, a thousand new cases. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> how <do you> know <laughs> I don't know, bro. I ain't going to test it, though. I bet that. I bet I ain't going <laughs> to. I bet I ain't going to go out there in that first round and be like, man, this is all right. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's real out here, man. I mean, I heard in Florida when they opened the beaches up that uh, that as soon as they opened the beaches up, like the, the the cases rose like drastically. So I'm I'm just not I'm not playing. With it. 
But it's like, I used to think that we were good over here and we weren't tripping. Like I was like, oh, California, we smart. And then they started showing that shit in Newport Beach where they like all those white people are yelling at reporters like, this is all right. This is all right to be out here. You need to open back up. I'm like, ah, I guess, we, I mean, no, nah, I feel like we shouldn't claim Newport. <laughs> nah, no, they're a different. They're a different breed altogether. Anyway, they wear they don't wear uh, shoes anyway when they walk around like the regular part of the city. Not even just the beach. They just be in a regular part with no shoes on. They different on Newport Beach. Not even on the beach. They just be at like in downtown Man. Newport. They be at, bro. They be at supermarkets barefoot, toes not done, just out here living best life. So they toes toes all done. Supermarkets with barefoot is really gross. I don't know why. I, that's I, that's that's like eating a grape. At the supermarket, but after it fell on the floor. That's how trifling that is to me. I don't be eating grapes until they washed. I'm good. Yeah, I stopped, I stopped doing that a long time ago. I'm good. Yeah. All right, well, I got a, I got a quick, little, quick little game since, uh, since T-Murph is an a ex-barber. Or would you consider yourself an ex-barber at this point, or are you still barbering it up, just not regular? I still ride by the barber for code, so I'm, I'm still a barber. I just don't practice, you know? All right, well, I'm going to need you to rate this cut. Oh, bro, baby. Baby. That shit is a negative 98 out of 100. <laughs> what, the, what is that? That's called, it's called being creative with, what you're, with the hand that you're dealt. He has a huge <laughs> boil. He made it into Michael Jordan's basketball. <laughs> Man. I really got nothing to say about this. I just wanted to show it. Uh, I, I always wonder, like, what people with, like, those type, like, does it hurt? Or is it hard? Is it a mask? It can't uh, hurt all the time. I don't know. That's cancer. The fuck are you talking about? This nigga got 23 minutes left to live. Look at the shit on the top. Minutes? Fuck out of here. This, man, and, and, and what's crazy is the boil ain't even the worst part. Look at the 24. Look how fucked up the 20. Oh, uh, yeah. That 24 is trash. Exactly, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Who is that? <laughs> Bruh, how you get a generic haircut with a generic number? <laughs> that must be him or something. That must be his basketball <laughs> oh no, man that is literally like the the spalding of tennis shoes right there the haircut uh, <laughs> i just felt like that would be disrespectful to somebody but here's the real question do y'all still use paper utensils because i saw this tweet from hollywood unlocked and i felt it on a spiritual le level it says Y'all don't like using paper plates. I'll use a paper pot if I had the option. <laughs> Fuck them dishes. And I feel like if there was a paper pot that was acceptable, I would probably use it because I I be dodging dishes with the paper utensils all the time. I feel you. Let me, here's my thing with the paper plates and utensils and all of that. Like I, I, I don't mind it, but for me – the dishes gives my daughter something to do because she would just sit around and play video games or lay down all day. So I had to keep her up after she do her work. Cause sometimes she does when I work at like 1130 in the morning and she just thinks I'm chill. Nah, if I'm working, you work, go wash some dishes. So I, you gotta, gotta keep them active, man. Like right now I just sent her on a walk, like go walk around the block real quick. You just 
I'm not even lying. She just walked out. She's mad too. You got to sit there on a walk. No dog. Yeah. Hey, going on outside. Go exercise. Go exercise, man. Go walk. Go exercise. You need that in your life. <laughs> so you basically going no paper plates because you got somebody on the dishes. And I also feel like like like. One of the things that is going to make sure that you come out of this thing okay is still have like some type of routine or schedule. So like even though everybody hates dishes, it still gives you something to do around the house. So like I'm like, you know, I fucking man, it's just a couple of dishes. And if y'all wash them every day, it shouldn't get crazy anyway. So I'll do them dishes. I hate dishes, bro. I, I hate dishes with a passion. If my sons aren't here, like if they're at their mom's house, I, man, fuck that. I got paper <laughs> plates. I got, I got, I, I don't even use like the paper towels and shit. I got the napkins and shit from the restaurant. Like, yeah. you know, you use a little plastic pack with the spoon, the fork. I keep all that shit. I never throw it away. <laughs> I just throw it all in one drawer. So I got like a thousand motherfucking <laughs> random ass utensils. Right. I just do when I'm done, bro. I, I, I hate dishes, nigga. Dang. I feel you. I, I hate them. I hate them. This is what I really hate. I hate when, like, my daughter, she washed dishes. And then she would leave the clean dishes, because we got the double sink. She would leave the clean dishes in the rinse side. And she didn't like put the, the dishes that were there the day before. She didn't, they're dry. She didn't put them up before she started washing dishes. So she'll just leave them there. And then the next day, she'll put the dry dishes that are already dry that day. She'll put them up and then rinse. And I'm like, nah, these got spots on them. You gotta wash them over. You gotta rewash them. <laughs> Rewashing a dish is a different type of torture, because it's like, fam, I already put in this time. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. You know what? I, I saw um, I saw this, and I thought it was dumb funny. Um, let me see if I can make it big real quick. <laughs> let me see. You about to share? Yeah, I'm about to share it right now. This right here. Okay. So um, I saw this, and I was like, bro, now y'all, y'all remember the entertainment books? Mm-hmm. Like these big coupon books? that like got deals and stuff for for like amusement parks, restaurants, all of that type of stuff. Like like you would buy it at the beginning of the year for like 75 bucks or something like that. And you could like just use it all year long because a lot of time the coupons didn't expire. These joints are going for $7 right now. It's like, bro, just chalk it up to a loss. Ain't nobody buying this shit right now. <laughs> How much were they before? They start off at the top of the year, like $65, $70. But I'm like, bro, I'm not, why would I, why would I pay for that? <laughs> I mean, it was all what, like groceries and stuff? No, nah, no, it's, it's like you get discounts to like uh, Disneyland or uh, California Adventureland, like all oh, over. Damn. All over, bro. Crazy. But they, they sell it every year, but it's just like, bro, ain't nobody going there, bro. Nobody, so. Insane. That's probably just, like the biggest thing that was hit at this point. Oh man, that's <laughs> they were whole... literally the ones that told you where to go outside. Bro, <laughs> they <laughs> took outside. capital L with this COVID, bro. Capital L. Did hey, you know what's crazy? Though? You what? said what? Now I was just gonna no. say, did y'all hear that? Um, that um, J. Crew just filed for bankruptcy. Yep. Yep. Are they, but, like, filing for, like, are they done? Or are they just saying, because I, I did hear that some businesses can file for a type of bankruptcy that yeah. just keeps them uh, so that they don't have to pay rent. And then right. when it's over and all of this is over, they can open back up. They're not done. They're restructuring. 
So they said they're going to restructure their, their business. I don't um, know, man. Restructuring is the number one thing niggas that are done say, because all deaf was restructuring, <laughs> but we was really done. <laughs> niggas was hella done. We yeah. threw that word around all the time. Like, now, man, we just restructuring. You know, just going through some things. We were packing a box while we were <laughs> but I mean, when you look at J. Crew, who the fuck is still wearing J. Crew? Nigga, like, when is the last time you've never walked by J. Crew and been like, it's, damn, it's cracking in that. Like, you've never once. That bitch empty. They, so they was already on the, on the, <laughs> they was already on their way. I don't know where he is in the grid, but this guy, yeah. this nigga to here so shops at J. Crew. I do be shopping at J. Crew. I get my blue jean jackets from there. I get some nice chinos from J. Crew. I get socks from J. Crew. Sometimes they have exclusive uh, colors on Nikes and Converse. I go there. I shop at J. Crew, man. I, I've spent eighty dollars on a belt. It was a bad. Mistake. I got it on sale. I got it on sale though. Stand in line, nigga. You check huh? right out. <laughs> you say what? You ain't never had to stand in line there. You check right out. Never. Hey. Called him. To tell him the news, <laughs> I will say this though: what, what are they like when there's nobody there, man? They treat you like a king in that, bro. Like they yeah. were bringing all the sizes <laughs> to the to the. <laughs> they were like, "You want a size bigger?" Like I'm trying on stuff. I was like, "Man, it's just a t-shirt." No, I'll, I'll get you two more sizes. Nigga, you were devastated when you saw the news. Like, not J. Crew. Oh, they called you. Oh my, oh my stars. Yeah, man, she crazy, bro. Okay, I wonder how like stores that aren't popping feel about this because now if you think about it, it's on a like an even playing field. Like all the stores in the mall that wasn't getting love and they were just watching Foot Locker and all these other niggas. <laughs> now it's just like everybody like, no, oh, looks like no one can go nowhere now, nigga. <laughs> it's like everybody's even right now. It's, and, but apparently online shopping is like popping right now oh like, man people oh. aren't really worried financially yet they're just at the crib buying stuff on amazon bro I got shit to do. yeah real talk you know what Get, buying a package though buying something kind of gives you something to look forward to on a weekly basis yeah. like i've been making small purchases like just for stuff around the house but like worst, it just, one. worst slash most random um about a uh <laughs> A diffuser for like tea, like for loosely tea. Just mm. bought one online. I saw it was like a the multi. <laughs> I wouldn't even drink a tea. I just recently started back drinking tea, but I wouldn't even drink a tea with a bottle. But it was like a three pack Nigga, for like six dollars. Just to buy it. Hold on. I just, <laughs> I, got, I, just I got my shit right here. Hold on. <laughs> a tea diffuser. So, I, are you drinking tea every day? Yeah, now now I am. Is that for the Is back? That back thing? Nigga, I bought a back stretcher, nigga. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All jokes aside, is it fire? This shit fire, nigga. Damn. I even got, I even got the neck joint, like the neck hammock you hang on the on the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cause bro, like before oh, this, what? like, like I'm 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 all in the self care, bro. So I get a massage like two to three times a week. Like, hey, I, I have a massage envy. Three members. times a week. I have yes, bro. I have a suit because I travel a lot. As a stand-up to here, you know, we're on yeah. we're on planes, bro. We fucking sitting on trains. We fucking uh, in cars for hours. So our backs are fucked up. Legs right. and shit. You got to wear compression socks. So I have like a masseuse that comes <laughs> to the crib, all that. And I can't, you can't have that, you know, you can't be in close proximity with somebody right now. So I had to, I had to make some shit happen, bro. So I hey. got I got this. I got, I mean, talk I'm about, gonna, this, talk about this neck hammock. 
Hold on, wait, before we do that, before I just want to say shout out to T Murph, because when we come out of quarantine, this nigga gonna have the baddest arch of the baddest bitch in the land. <laughs> I think it's gonna be like <laughs> perfect arch. Oh, dollar sign shaped ass boy. <laughs> this nigga gonna be the baddest bitch. Man. I saw that backstretcher on Instagram and I almost copped low key. I got one just... on Amazon just because if it was whack, then I could return it. That's, right. my, that's another thing I do. I, I don't know if y'all do this. I buy a lot of shit off Amazon and then use it like once and send that shit back. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think they're going to block me at one point. They're going to be like, yo, this nigga well, sent too much What's shit crazy back. is one time I ordered like five packages from Amazon and the dude, like, put it somewhere like in the neighbor's yard and I couldn't find it. So I told Amazon that like the dude messed up. That's not my house. They refund everything. And then I found the packages and I was like, I could do this every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I did that like three times since. <laughs> Them drivers is, is incompetent. They don't give a fuck. They just throw shit and get up out of there, bro. <laughs> well, wait, tell me about this door hammock because I'm interested. So the door hammock, man, is just basically, um, you know, you hang it on the on your knob for your door, and then you adjust it six to six to eight inches off the ground, and it's literally just like a little hammock, but it's for your neck. So when you lay down, you lay flat on your back, and it elevates your neck, so it'll 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 readjust your spine and also relieve tension, you know, that you have building up in your neck. Because if we're on the computer, we're like this all day long, right? Or if we're on the phone, we're like this. So now push your neck in a different position and it starts to pull those muscles and realign your spine, bro. How long you do that? Uh, you can do it for as long as you want. They, it even comes with like a sleep mask. So if you like want to just take a nap on the floor, bro, you chilling. You wake up, you're like, oh, man. Wait, you on know, the floor? Yeah. On, on, you, so you're, you're hanging off the doorknob. Yeah. Yeah, so you hang it from the doorknob. It's hanging like, you know, three to eight inches off the ground and you're just laying on your floor and you have your head in a neck hammock. And, and it, it's literally just like pulling your neck as your body is laying down. So your neck is elevated. Oh, I thought you were hooking it up to the top of the door and just like hanging, oh, no, 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 hanging no. on the door. So, lay, wait, let me, down, so, so let me get this straight. I thought I had a noose. <laughs> so you, you, got the, you got the neck hammock. You're going to get the neck straight, right? You're going to have the neck of a swan. And then you got the back roller. <laughs> For the perfect arch, oh nigga, you finna be killing the game. You might as well, you might as well just start your OnlyFans now, my nigga, because you gonna be a bad one. I ain't said shit about this hat the whole time we've been on here. But you, got <laughs> I didn't even notice the hat. That is a leopard fitted. Facts. <laughs> Nigga, you damn near sitting in the wicked chair with that motherfucker on. Get your ass out of here, boy. I can't even hate on T Murph's random buy because that was right up my alley. I just bought a, a posture corrector. Because uh, I've been on Zoom so many times. Like yesterday, I was on Zoom from like two to six. And it's just like, it would just be like, thing, 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 thing. And I'm just like sitting here and that shit hurt. To fix the posture. I'm about to get this neck, this neck hammock though. That's... I don't care, bro. We only get one body, man. That is we, true though. That is true. We only get one. We go back parts, nigga. We, we, we stuck with what we got. Hey, massages. I can't believe you do three times a week. Cause I was, it was, there was a point in time where I was like, all right, I'm on it. If I get one a month. And oh. then that became like one every two months. But damn, like you doing it yeah. like, 
I, I had an issue. I've had, I've had a uh, grab my charger real quick. Mm. You know what I mean? As a barber, I've had a pinch nerve uh, from like standing in one spot and then what in like your arm or something or your neck? It was in my back, but I, it was coming all like whenever that nerve was pinched in my back of my neck, it would affect my entire arm. So like I couldn't cut. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Damn, then really? Was, like I say, yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. There are barber injuries. Hell yeah. That's so those mats that we stand on. Those are, those are for your back. Those are ergonomic. Like so, that's what it's for. Damn. So wait, do you know any barbers that had to take time off because of an injury? Nigga, yeah, me, uh, my homeboy Abe that used to cut. Um, Abe actually had to have surgery for his pinch nerve. From from cutting. Yeah. So that's why they make clippers. That's why they have like ergonomic design and all this stuff now. But Damn. Back then, bulky ass clippers that really didn't give a fuck. So barbers like Carpet Tunnel. Like that's another uh, thing that I, I I could totally see that. Yeah, man. I didn't know I didn't know a barber could be like out for a season with like a with like a well, barber injury. That's that's like insane. Man, he red shirting. He's still going to the barber shop every day, but he's sitting on the bench. Red shirting. He got a red apron. That's funny. It's your real out here, man. So tip your barbers, man. Make sure you take care of your barbers. We out here. Hey, it's it's a struggle. I hit my barber up. Then the game returned my call. I mean, my text. I just, I was just hitting him up just to see how he's doing in quarantine. Your barber it's, never returns your text. I feel like they just like, man, not this shit again. I can't put my, <laughs> I cannot put my clippers through this bullshit. <laughs> my, hair, my hair is thick, nigga. My barber charges me double on the line. That's not <laughs> just thick, nigga. I got a lion's mane. Hey, uh, T Murph, you ever uh, get clients that well back in the day? Like, did you ever get clients that used to like look at you dead in your eyes while you were <laughs> cutting them off? <laughs> I didn't know that was a problem until that viral skit. And I was like, bro, that must be hell. That would be the worst part of the job for me. Whenever <laughs> you like lying on their mustache or some shit like, like that, and they just. <laughs> bro, it's, it's looking up too, like this. Yeah, you like, you like, my nigga, you good? And they're like, what? It's like, bro, close your eyes or something. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, it's weird. Do they think it's like a respect thing? Like I should look him in the eye or is it just like a natural thing? Because I don't know if a nigga think you finna like try to rob him or something or they got to keep their eye on you. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's like, bro, I'm just lying to your mustache. Like look down or something. But they just like locked, locked on. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I remember one of the worst barber experiences I had. I was, I was hella young. I had to be like maybe 11 to 12 or 10 or 11. And I'm in a barbershop. I went to one of these barbershops um, in East St. Louis. It's called Blackman's Plaza. And like, it was always packed, right? So my mom would drop me Blackman's off. Blackman's Plaza, where that weak ass club used to be at. Go continue. Uh, nah, nah, this one was on a uh, state, like right across the street from a church's chicken. Um, but uh, I know what you're talking about too, Mark. So <laughs> one day I remember I was in that bitch. I was probably, I had waited like an hour and a half. I finally got in the seat. And the barber's cutting me up, and it's already a different barber. So I'm like nervous and shit. I'm a kid. I'm there by myself and shit. My nose started running, and I didn't want to ask him to stop so I could go get some tissue. Like I felt like I had to cut it up, so I just kept trying to. And then every time he would stop and grab another clip, I tried to do it real quick and stuff. That nigga was cutting me up. He was like, "Hey man, get this little nigga some tissue." (laughs) (laughs) In front of the whole shop, I was just like. It probably like leaked all the way down to the mustache area. Man, like, I'm like, man, it was lip ass. nasty lip ass, bro. I feel so embarrassed. But I'm like, fuck it. I need this tissue, though. <laughs> hey, was there ever a day where Tur- Murph, you went in there and you were just like, bro, I'm not trying to talk? Because it's like, it seems like every barber is a master linguist. 
They yeah. can talk about anything. They could talk shit with anybody. And it seems like if you didn't, like, it, it almost seemed like the niggas who didn't talk while they were getting cut were, like, annoying or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like niggas that were getting cut had to, I mean, I wasn't in the, the chair like that. So, like, <laughs> I was just watching. I'm just like, do them niggas, like, come in? Like, all right, this is what I'm going to talk about with my barber today. Like, are there just any times you're like, bro, I'm just just, just quiet. I'm going to tell you. So, most of the times, I'm an old talking-ass nigga when it comes to the barbershop, right? That's how I ended up doing stand-up. But then right. it would be, like, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not an avid sports watcher. So, I hate when I get that customer in the chair that now this nigga, every 20 seconds, hell no, what's with Kobe? Like, nigga, sit the fuck down, bro. I got three other people waiting, and you still, hold on, bro, hold on, hold on. Nigga, I swear to God, bro, so when LeBron had the game, now this nigga sweating and shit. I'm trying to cut the clippers, won't cut the hair right. Like, man, I hate that nigga. Every barbershop has a that nigga. Bro, I got you everything with everybody fucking shop. Here that's that's a, a, like barber confessions thing, man. I ain't never heard this point of view. <laughs> I I tell you what, bro. That's why I don't go to black barbers. I love them. I would go to a black barber shop to hang out and I get a cut. My barber is Mexican and he got hands. When I tell you I'm making my appointment for 12 o'clock, I'm yeah. out of that bitch before 12, 18. You understand me? Like, ain't no, and we talking the whole time. I'm like, hey, how's the kids? Oh, man, they're doing good. We just got back from the vacation with you the Puerto Rico. Flame door on your shit? Like, <laughs> Flamethrower, <laughs> rake, and a leaf blower all at the same time, but the nigga's done in 15 minutes. And that's why I don't feel like I feel justified to tip him $10, 15 because, like, bro, when that's I right, need bro. the shit done, I get it done. I ain't been in there. All, I've been going to him for damn near the whole time I've been out here, almost 10 years. There was a little there was a little part where I stopped and I started going to Tyree to, like, put some money in the homie's pocket. You know, I like to support black businesses, but... Like, Tyree was booked out, and I could never really make an appointment. And if I did make an appointment, here's the thing with barbers. This is what pisses me off with barbers. I got to make an appointment about this. I mean, make a video about this. You make an appointment at a black barber shop. You get mm -hmm. there in time for your life. <laughs> My appointment's at 12. I'm there at 11.55, right? Now, I might not still get into the seat to 12.30, 12.45. Then he going to cut my hair and talk a little bit. So this haircut that should take 15 minutes is going to take another 30 minutes, right? But here's the thing. If I get to the barbershop at 12.01 and my appointment was at 12, this nigga got a whole attitude with me. See, that's the shit I'll be talking about, man. You coming late to the motherfucker. You make the appointment, and then you come late. <laughs> he's, he's doing all of this shit while he's this still cutting some. Yes. This is a black barber? Yes. Oh. Go with the Mexican barber. dude, then, if he got hands. I mean, no, I mean, that's why I'm back with Mexican guy. That's why I'm back with my barber. You ever get, you ever get, to, you ever get to the barbershop? Uh, now, you on time, right? Yeah. Nigga, get out the chair. You get up, start getting your shit together. He said, hey, 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 real quick. Let me slide my man's in real fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was the main nigga that happened. He got a job interview today, man. Let me go ahead and slide him in. He yeah. like, all right, man, I got him. <laughs> Next thing you know, this nigga come over. This nigga undoing his braids. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga finna get a full goddamn... He got he got to untwist his braids. He got to wash. He got to dry his shit. He got to sit there like nigga. I'm not leaving at three o'clock. <laughs> Man, the thing that used to fuck me up is like, all right. So I had a barber back in St. Louis, bro. Yeah. <laughs> My barber back in St. Louis used to be twenty bucks. I would tip him five, twenty-five. Right. It's always been about that. Then he went up to like maybe thirty or something like that. Right. Yeah. I went back. I want to say maybe a year and a half ago. Maybe it's two years ago. 
I had called because I now he does appointments. You got to book it online. Like you got to go yeah. to his calendar and book the shit, right? So I hit him up. I was like, hey, bro, I'm being town. He was like, go ahead and book this, something on the calendar. I was like, it was full, bro, but I just need to get a cut right before the show. Like I'm cut already. I just want to get cripped up before the show. He's like, cool. Just, uh, just come on this day, right? So I go on that day. I have to wait a little bit, wait a little bit, a little bit. Then he finally puts me in, right? Mm-hmm. Fam cuts me up. I look at him like, how much are you, bro? He said, uh, oh, it's just 50. Just 50? Sir, you need to send out a pamphlet when you're going to up prices $20. First of all, this is St. Louis. Don't nothing in St. Louis cost $50. You get a house for $49.99. You're going to charge me $50? And I still got a tip because that's just who I am. But it's like, bruh, okay. And I'm, I have not been back since. You don't I know like, what happened. What? I, I don't know. I don't know if his price was fifty, but he he hit you with. I feel like he hit you with a convenience charge. And as a barber, I I I've done that. I've done that. Like niggas be like, you know, nigga, I I cut real up. I yeah. cut Hannibal up. So it's like, you know, them them the homies. But niggas, niggas be like, I got to get in. Word. Okay, I already charged forty five. Like that's what I charge. It's forty five dollars to get a fucking haircut. I don't care. Uh, who, what the other nigga charge? Like, we live in Chicago. I've been charging that nigga this booth rent $250. Is that regular? I don't... Is that, like... What's regular? I, used I to think it's more regular 25 to 30. Um, but yeah. I've been cutting hair, man. I, I, I've been cutting hair since I was 15 years old. Shit, I've been licensed since I was 20-something. So, it's... Nigga, you got to, you got to pay me. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm yeah. not, so, it's $45. Uh, and when niggas come in, you know, shit. They, they know. Yeah. Niggas gonna, break out, niggas gonna break out that bill. <laughs> You go, fam. You know what I mean? But it's a convenience charge. But I honestly feel like that's what it was. His price probably was 30 but he hit you with that 20 the extra Bro, dub, you know? I feel like I, I feel like people start hitting me with crazy prices when I've been gone for so long. Like, they think I've made it oh, yeah. on another level. So they're like, he hit me with, the like, just 50 I'm like, bruh. Like, it, honestly, because like I said, I had already had a haircut. He was literally just cleaning it up and hitting the liner, bro. Like, that was a lineup? Bro, that was just the lining and the cleanup on the back. Fifty dollar lineup? Wait, was that what you was talking about, T Murph? You, you, your forty five dollars is for lineup? No, my forty five dollars. So I'm, I'm charging twenty for a lining, twenty twenty five for a lining. Okay. Uh, you got the beard because what niggas don't understand with beards is that's a whole another haircut. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a whole another haircut. But yeah, nah, it's my it's forty five for the for the for the for the, for the full. So razor lining, uh, hairline, you know, cut. That's it. That's. I try to get cut. I was trying to get cut. Before my flights, because the, the the one thing I absolutely hate is trying to get a haircut on the road, bro. You don't know this barber, you don't know his hands. Once a barber finds out you're a comedian or they recognize you from online, they want to do all the extra stuff like spraying the, the stuff and all that. It's like, bro, that shit lasts for six hours. The first shower I take, this shit is coming off. Now I realize that you weren't trying to get me Chris. You just fucked up my line and you trying to cover up your shit. So I'm like, bro, don't hit me. I, like, you literally have to... Tell your barber, like, you place the orders. When you say, like, I don't want no lettuce, I don't want no tomatoes, I want heavy. Yeah. That's how you have to tell them, hey, bro, just give me a liner. Don't hit me with no spray. Only use the razor on my forehead and on my, my mustache. Don't hit me under the neck. We're here with the razor Break and out. not on the back. You have to be so specific when you go on the road. And that's I, why I never got it. something I liked. I was super vague. I was like, I'll take a one. And that's all I said. <laughs> I would just be like, let me get a one. I remember, this is why I didn't like black bar. I only went to barbers in high school. Yeah. And I had a barber with the name, everybody has the barber with this name, Trey. And 
not only did this nigga take a smoking break halfway through, like I'm not even talking about like, like still got hair, couldn't even leave if I wanted, still got hair on one half, was just like, hang on one second, went, smoked a blunt, and not only that, gave me a Lloyd Banks chin strap that I didn't ask for. <laughs> the skinny joint? Oh my God, this was before prom. Oh, <laughs> this damn. was right before prom, hit me with the fucking Lloyd Banks. And I, I, for some reason, I didn't say nothing. And I just went to prom with a Lloyd Banks. I looked like Satan. It was crazy. Hey, you one of them real passive customers. He won't say shit, but he will never come back to you again in life. Oh, that's how I started. That's how I started. Then I was, then I started, I was never really aggressive, but then I started going like, well, let me, let me do this. Or like, let me do that. I love that, bro. I'd never go back to you. That's, that's how I get back. I just, I ain't gonna make no scene, but um, yeah, I will never, ever come back. <laughs> I ain't do it, bro. That nigga hit me with that 50. I still ain't got over that. $50 lineup is ridiculous. That's insane. Um, but real quick, I just wanted to shout out uh, Best Fiends, the app. Um, this is one of my favorite games. It's crazy how many messages I've been getting saying that, you know, people are uh, addicted to this game and they've been loving this and playing it as much as possible. Uh, this is Best Fiends. Um, it's basically a puzzle game that uh, where you collect uh, different types of bugs and, and, and creatures and you're, you're, you're basically doing the three to match puzzle game that became so popular on the uh, on, on the mobile app front uh, but it, this has its own twist on it you know what I mean this it, you, you basically uh, this is for everyday gamers this is for all types of gamers um, you're basically fighting slugs and trying to make it to the other end of the garden and it's dope I've been I've been hooked on this for about a year now I'm almost coming up to level 100. Everybody's, every, a lot of people are past level 100 and try to stun up. <laughs> they be stunned uh, hard on Man, the oh, scary fans be stunned with the best fiend stats. But yeah. I'm trying to keep, keep up. Um, this is just something that you can do at all times. It does not require Wi-Fi to play. Mm. Uh, you don't have to be a hardcore gamer to play. It's a whole bunch of fun. And just people are getting hooked on it left and right. There's, especially, um, especially right now because, like, we don't have – uh, a whole lot going on. So, like, best thing is one of them, like, you find yourself pulling out your phone any and everywhere at the table, in the bathroom, sitting on the couch. Like, I'm literally watching TV, and I'll just launch Best Friends and start playing it while I'm watching the show because it's just, like, right. it's low-key addictive. And then, like, you're like, well, I want to get, like, since the quarantine started, I've probably jumped 20 levels. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, I was slow with it. But, like, since it started, mm-hmm. I jumped, like, 20 levels because I'm, like, always playing it. So definitely oh, check man. that out, man. Even my parents are on it. They was obsessed with Pokemon Go. They made the full <laughs> they made the full switch over to Best Fiends. It's a unique and exciting puzzle experience, unlike any other puzzle games out there. Uh, you're you're definitely gonna find yourself playing in all types of weird and random places because it doesn't require internet to play. Tons of characters. Uh, there's even monthly theme challenges that they stay updating to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, thousands of levels and new levels, events, and characters added all the time. And not only that, there are a hundred and million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. So everybody is in agreement. Best Fiends is a must-play. So download Best Fiends for free on the Apple Store or Google Play. And that's Fiends. It's not Friends. It's Fiends without the R. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool guys. All right. Um, so real quick, I wanted to show you guys a video, um, to show where we are at in this quarantine. Now this is a concert in Germany. 
And uh, I've never seen anything like it. I'm just going to let you guys uh, check it out. Watch this. So I'm gonna play this again without the sound. And uh, it's insane. They literally parked cars, almost like an intense uh, drive-through movie, just so that you can respect social distancing. I think there was a minimum of like two to three people per car. And this guy was having a full out lit concert with a bunch of parked cars. Now as performers yourselves uh, with stand-up, this is an, I thought this was interesting because it's an interesting pivot, but you kind of miss out on some of the main elements of performing, which is seeing the faces. Yeah. So what do y'all, what do y'all think about this? And would y'all do a stand-up show like this? Um, I, I think, I think for what, it seems like he's doing rock. I don't know what the pyro, I'm assuming it's rock. Um, I think I it could work because you know, you got the horns and shit like that. But with stand-up, if, if I feel like a motherfucker start blowing, like it's gonna just throw you all the way off, like <laughs> light. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just looking. You got all, you got all this goddamn gas and smog. Like, nigga, I don't for stand-up. I don't think this is gonna work. Uh, <laughs> but minus the, the fog and the fire, minus the fog and the fire, because a lot of those things you're right are very uh, specific to EDM and music. Mm -hmm. But just in terms of the the quarantined pivot of being in their cars. Is this something that you think other types of live performance can switch to, or are you good? Are you just gonna wait for everything to open back up? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, wait, I'm waiting, man. I, I can't, I'm not doing any, like those, everybody keep trying to get me to do those uh, videos where you perform in your living room and shit. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not doing stand in my fucking living room. Like that's just, nigga, that's an easy way to bomb. <laughs> nigga, just well, even like, if I'm, you're killing, it's gonna feel like you're bombing, right? Yeah, and then, and then the thing is, like, for all the people who've never actually seen you do stand-up, if this is their first time watching you, nigga, you automatically suck. Like, yeah, this, nigga's, <laughs> this nigga trash, bro. Like, I'm, not, I'm never going to see this nigga live. Like, so it just it doesn't make sense to me. I, I can't. For them, it works. For us, I, I don't think it's a thing. What about you, Tahir? You performing for the cars? You getting honks for laughs? Nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not performing for the cars. I just feel like it's, like, one of the things that makes comedy so special is that even if it's an arena, it feels like an intimate experience, right? Like, people out, you listen to one person, it feels like you listen to a friend or an uncle or something, tell a story or something like that. It, it still feels intimate. This doesn't feel intimate. You're in the car closed off from the people next to you, closed off from the performer, all of that type of stuff, man. It's just, it's distracting. It's more distracting than helpful. I think like, I would probably do an in-home thing before I did something like that because it's just, it's just, it's just. You think about like Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy, when they walk out onto the stage, it looks like this is similar to what they see. It's a sea of darkness with some lights that are typically the iPhone flash, not really headlights. But do you, you don't think that that's similar enough? You think that it's just the fact that they're hearing actual laughs 
Is yeah, that the main thing? The laugh definitely is part of it. And then also the cameras go down at some point and people just start listening to you. So like, yeah. you know, have the distraction of the headlights or the camera lights or the, you know, the iPhone lights, whatever. Uh, but like I said, man, like it's just, the laughter is really the biggest part, man. Like doing comedy without laughter is, is painful, bro. That's, that feels like a punishment, for real. The whole reason you do it is for the laughter. You want right. to enjoy the people. So if you can't hear that, it affects your energy. Yeah. It's like I can't, I can't give you what you need stand up wise if, if I can't feel your energy. So yeah, that shit ain't gonna. It ain't so it's safe to say that stand up is just something that doesn't work with social distancing. Facts. Yeah, it's not the easiest. I mean, I've seen, I've done, I've done one show that was kind of cool because they they did it completely different. And I think the element that really helped them was one significant thing. And I don't want to say it on live and and kind of give it away because like. I think they're still trying to shop it around or figure out what they're going to do with it. But it, it did make a difference. And it's kind of something that I had already said, talk, talking about to say it. So, um, but there, there, it might be a, a great way to do it. Thus far, I've only seen decent ways to do it. Yeah. Um, it was one guy, I forget his name, because my boy Brennan just called me. He said he, he promoted this, this, show, this show. He did a live show in a small den or something. He had like three or four people spaced out in the room and um, he did that show live so he can get like real laughter. And then he sold tickets to it, like $10 per ticket. And uh, I think he made like $50,000 in one night off of that show. So yeah. that, that one element of just having people in a room, even if it was like four, four or five people, that one element changed it that much. Because you rip harder and you get that energy. Like that laughter is our drug, but it's also our fuel. So like yeah. when people start ripping, I mean riffing like right off the cuff type shit and they keep punching on the joke, keep punching on the joke, is because we're getting that energy for the crowd and that gives us the 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 fuel to keep going and going harder. So without that, man, that's a key element of comedy and yeah, it's it's, it's a lost cause without it. I'm seeing a lot of musicians make the transfer over to this quarantine, but it's gonna be a lot harder for comedy for sure. Like stand up is is so specific. Like like it's weird it's weird like y'all are literally like the modern day like soapbox philosophers you know how like back in the day niggas just used to get on top of a box and be like this is what i think like <laughs> that's really like what it is and it's really hard to replace because that's literally just one person talking to another so it's kind of like you can't really do the same on zoom mm -hmm. but it's just it's interesting to see all that I'm telling you, uh, man, these comments are going to be headed to our OnlyFans first. You don't need no audience for that. Just go ahead and just... <laughs> do some helicopters. Hey, you know what's funny uh, about that concert? Somebody in the chat, Wally, said, uh, the front row has to wait for the entire concert to leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the worst part about concerts is, like, I always dip out a little early because, you know, parking is going to be trash. But if the <laughs> concert was parking... That was uh, horrible. That is that sucks, bro. I would it would suck so bad to be in that front row and just be uh trapped because people are gonna linger too. Like nobody's gonna leave right away, they're gonna linger a little bit. You gotta go back to the crib. Oh my god. That'll suck, bro. That will suck. At least you got somewhere to sleep. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> you already in the way. Use all your gas while while the concert's going on. Like you about to run out of gas. You ain't got gas to get home. Oh, yeah. oh. I mean that's that's the struggle. Ugh. All right, guys. So I have a couple. You know how like the whole world switched over to Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I have some of the most viral Zoom fails. And I just want to know from y'all which one is the worst, okay? Let's do it. So coming up first, we got uh, an actual reporter <laughs> that uh, oh, just shit. put on the top of the suit. But it, he framed it up a little too wide, and you could see his bare-ass thighs. He gave a whole report like this, <laughs> doing the whole pantsless bra. I don't have the nerve. I don't have the nerve to go on live TV with no pants. Like, and, and he should have had one of those front-facing things. Obviously, he framed it up, and then it got a little wider than him. Uh, but it's it's hilarious. You see... You just see the bare thigh, and it's it's almost the only thing that you notice. So I don't know where this dude's credibility went from here on, but it was just—I mean, that's just hilarious. That's just good. That's just good quarantine news. <laughs> oh man, bare thigh shouted. <laughs> he better leave. I would have been bare assed. They they would have had to cut the broadcast. You just would have seen shaft <laughs> against sty and some balls is on that seat. Hey, this would have been a way big different uh, story if his dick was. <laughs> it's not that. It's, way it's not a story. <laughs> we, at least you know, now we go over to the here house. Don't sit on shit. He letting you know right now. He no. He ass wait, 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 Murph. He just told us the other day that when he's in a hotel, uh-huh. he's asshole naked. The entire time, sitting on all the chairs. So I already know. I already know the deal at his house. I'm not really touching anything. Like <laughs> I would have to Dexter the place. I, I only, I only, I, only. Why would you do that? Here? What at the hotel? You, you just raw dog in the whole goddamn hotel room, nigga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put a it's towel like, down. I put a towel. Niggas down like him. Why people are are assholes to the the hotel staff because they're no. like, I want. Make sure that everything's wiped off. I want to make yeah. sure everything is cleaned. I want to make sure all the sheets are washed because I know niggas like to hear be doing the most in these hotels. I'm not that different in a hotel than I am at home. Let me let me let me explain something to y'all. Let me explain something to y'all. T Murph, you, you're a little different because you got all boys. I have, I have an old lady here and I have a daughter. I have a 14 year old daughter. I very rarely get to be naked all the time. So at this hotel, I take advantage of being naked the entire time. You understand? Why? Look, look, it's it's freeing. It's, 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 it's freeing, man. When you in the shower, you naked, you got that water hitting you. That's the most liberating feeling ever. And when you come out, you just air dry. You ain't got to put no clothes on immediately. That's how you're supposed to dry. That's how God intended it to be. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm? Go ahead, man. You mm-hmm. get you just get out the shower, no towel, and just walk around until you dry like a salamander. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> walking around like he just got off a no. flag. No, no. I, I put I dry off right. So I, you know, uh-huh. have you ever been rushing? You had to take a shower, and you dry off, but you put your clothes on. You try to put a little lotion on, but your body's still hot from that shower. So now I you sweat. I'm driving. Exactly, exactly, right? Because so, because now your body's hot. Now you're trying to put lotion on it. So now you're covering your pores. So you're locking that heat in. So you get in the car, your, your shirt sticking to you, your tank top and all that. Bro, when I'm at the hotel, bro, ain't none, I don't worry about none of that, bro. I, I dry off and then I cool off. There's a cool down period. Okay, then I moisturize. And then I lay down some more. I let that moisturizer just seep in, man. I let it do its job, baby. Right. 
right. Couple couple things. One, too much information. Okay. <laughs> Way too much information. I, I let it seep in. Okay, let's just stop this right here. Right, right? We don't want to hear about we don't want to hear about your moisturizing <laughs> techniques, nigga. As you <laughs> that was about like four steps too much. <laughs> right, right. It's, 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 you know your Mr. Potato Head built the ass in the motherfucking bed and let the let the moisturizer seep in. Don't nobody give a fuck about none of that. All right. That's one. Two, nigga. You said I only I have all boys. I have a daughter too, right? But even if I didn't, nigga, just me having boys don't mean I'm walking around dick swinging in the house. Nigga, what are you talking hey, about? Why do you, think a, why do you every, think a son would be like, oh, that's my dad? I, if every, I saw my dad naked, I'd be like, bro. <laughs> everybody's different. I talk to old heads at barbershop, and they be like, I ain't never put no clothes on. Like my wife seen it, and the boys got the same thing. You know what I'm saying? They got a problem with it. They can get the fuck out. And team well, nigga, you don't have a problem with it. I don't he give a fuck is. what nigga them, that nigga Woody, Woody Allen or R. Kelly uncle. That's who the fuck that is. Ain't nobody <laughs> walking around the motherfucking hey, house. Hey, hey, real hey. quick, why the fuck doesn't Woody Allen get as much shit as R. Kelly? Bro, real talk. You know, you know why. You know. I why. know this. I know why. But it's like he skated by with that, and not to be fa- to be fair, R. Kelly skated by too mm-hmm. like i remember hearing about that shit in middle school and he just now went to jail but elvis though so- elvis huh? it's documented elvis married motherfucker she was like 14 elvis was great nobody yeah. said and we Y'all let's talk about it why you know why them white men ain't get persecuted the way that that black man did and but that's crazy because even black people hated r kelly but we hated r kelly too. so much we hated R. Kelly so much that we just wanted to see R. Kelly go down. But now that R. Kelly's going down, we're like, well, who else? Well, what about these other guys? <laughs> like, what? Listen, we, we were mad at R. Kelly, but I'm going to tell you what. I'm hurting right now. I'm hurting because these versus battles popping so goddamn hard. And I'm like, this nigga, R. Kelly, will fuck these niggas up. No. No. If it would have been Babyface versus R. Kelly, nigga, let me tell you something. <laughs> I would, bro, you can't. I could not even watch R. Kelly in a versus. But I'm just saying, if, if bro, it would have been Babyface versus R. Let Kelly. Let me tell you, it ain't a lot of songs that could fuck with. Step in the name of love. Nigga. I believe I can fly. Twill play. Seems Nigga. like she's ready. Nigga you play those four. Like you play those four. You are eons away from whoever the competitor is. You understand? I believe I could fly was in Space Jam. Yes. Yes. How many? How many? Iconic. How many black graduations? They they stopped doing Papa Circumstance. They started doing I Believe I Can Fly at the graduations, bro. Like, this is... To be fair, to be fair, R. Kelly is the only musician in history whose crimes was so bad that it actually affected the sound of his music. Like, I really can't dance to a lot of his stuff. Like, Step in the Name of Love used to hit. Oh, I man. really can't even... I can't even really like jig to it no more because it's like hey. it's it was that bad. <laughs> hey, my homie, my homie Calvin Evans. This nigga got a joke. He said R. Kelly been telling us the whole time in his music the shit he was doing. He said when you listen to Step in the Name of Love, he said this motherfucker just started screaming. I shit ain't got nothing to do with the song. <laughs> if they ask you why we did it, <laughs> he <laughs> did it. <laughs> Anybody ask that? And if they ask you why we did it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Bro, he wrote A's Ain't Nothing But a Number for Aaliyah. He wrote that song. That is just the most, it's like he was telling on himself. He did. My mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. Like, nigga, your mind, uh, morals, the police, your friends around you, all of them should have said no to those underage girls. All of them. Before I get any deep, please show me some ID. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm just kidding about that part. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was that real? <laughs> School ID? What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. Is that real? Yes. yes. Say it again. Before I get knee deep, please show me some ID. Yes, nigga. Then he says, yes. just kidding. Oh, so he's like, just kidding. I don't need ID. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your 16 ripe ass in here. That is fucked up. Hey, wow. I, the, the nigga deserves to be in jail. I will and, say every, absolutely. Every, the nigga got hit. Every month he's talking about why he needs to get out of jail. Like every month he got a new health scare that needs to be addressed and he needs to be out of jail. Like sit your ass down, Robert. Just let him out for a versus battle and then lock the nigga back up. I just want to see him because it ain't nobody in R&B that can fuck with the nigga. Let's just be like, there's nobody. Like nigga, every R&B singer maybe had one good album. This nigga got like, nigga. It's not, it's, not fair. it's not fair that he's that bad of a person, but that good of an artist. Look at Michael Jordan. Huh? Look at Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan's biggest crime was his dress. I feel like that's, that's what he should be brought up on charges on. Like, how you gonna be that rich and, and dress? Michael Jordan is the most ironic thing about black culture, by far. How so, by far. Break it down for us. Because niggas are literally killing themselves for Jordans. Mm-hmm. He don't care about that. And he can't dress. Our number one, <laughs> the, number one the number one thing that like racists throw at us in terms of fashion is Jordans. Like that is our fashion like like holy grail. And the nigga who made that not only didn't design the shoe himself, can't dress worth a damn. He be wearing Burberry Kings of Comedy suits. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, though, to, to this day, to this day, to this day, to this day, walking around with the boot cuts, the motherfucker, he got this nigga got a forty-three wide all the way down. Like nigga, how the fuck? How the fuck is the fan? A forty-three <laughs> wide all the way That's down. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny to hear that his best outfits was on the court, and I I, I can't not hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the best outfits in the goddamn uniform. That's it. NBA officials uh, officially uh, given. All right, let's go to the next Zoom fail. Uh, this is uh, this is so the the guy with the no pants, not that bad, right? Like at the end of the day, niggas do that. Uh, even teachers do that, but this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this. Now, this was a TV news anchor that had a naked chick walk through the back of the frame on during his segment. And not only that, this nigga was married. And not this was a side bitch. And not only that, the woman was recognized as one of the local reporters. He was trying to put on. 
This he nigga was trying was, to put on. This nigga was slanging more than the news at that point. Oh, <laughs> In today's top story, look at ass. He was. Oh. <laughs> that boy just. That boy slide in like, this just in. <laughs> My penis. <laughs> That's good. I don't think we're going to beat that. Oh. That yeah, nigga baby. said, this just in. <laughs> Bro, this nigga's name is Alfonso Merlos, which sounds like a nigga you can't trust. Oh, yeah, Alfonso, uh, Alfonso gonna knock some bitches down. Merlo? <laughs> he has a, he has a, not only, well, the, here's the thing why this is a big deal. His his girlfriend is like a, a, a star. She's like a star actress in Big Brother. Uh, so he was, I guess this was on the Estado de Alarma channel, um, live on YouTube from his home when a woman popped up from behind his chair, casually walking around the house. Um, and this was a 27-year-old journalist named Alexia Rivas. They ain't shit for putting her name in this. Um, but yeah, she has he has a he has a uh, a star girlfriend, and um, he yeah, this was the worst way to get caught. You know what? I I wonder what his lie was. Man, I don't even. I ain't even. That, that bitch broke in. I don't. You know, crazy bitches everywhere. Broke in naked though. This bitch. Oh, this bitch broke in my house. <laughs> Put some clothes on. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Oh man, how did? There's no way you can explain that one. Yeah, you just you just got chalk that one up, bro. I'm no nah, explaining you, that. You gotta. You just you just gotta come clean for real. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, speaking of debauchery, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to shout out one of my favorite brands right now. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is probably uh, one of the best products on the market across all genres. If you think, Pat, hold on, bro. Let me. I got to show you, Pat. Man, it's it's real out here, bro. This, I just I just re-signed up, bro. You just just re-signed up. I never stopped signing up <laughs> ever since the first sample that they gave us. It has been a a monthly subscription. I get mine every month. And uh, let, me, uh, let me tell you guys about Blue Chew, okay? Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you can mm-hmm. now increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Um, from bluechew.com, that's blue like the color blue. So you can take them anytime, mm-hmm. day or night. Uh, and they're chewable, so they work twice as fast than a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arrives, okay? So if you, you can benefit from uh, more, if you can benefit from more confidence where it counts, mm-hmm. Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Now, let me say this, because I know a lot of people are like, yo, I want to have to go to a doctor and all of that type of stuff. Because right now with everything going on, elective surgeries and just like regular checkups, they're telling you to just hold on, right? Blue Chew has online licensed physicians, all right? So that means you go online, you take the survey, you fill out this application, you send it into them. They respond very quickly, and they ask you a couple more quick questions just on some health stuff. And if you answer everything correctly or you don't have any pre-existing conditions that would tell you why you can't do it, then you get your stuff shipped directly to you in the discreet package. That means you no more long lines at the pharmacy, no more going to the doctor, having embarrassing conversations. And because it ships directly, uh, because it's made in the USA and it ships directly to you, it's cheaper than going to the pharmacy too. And like, it's super easy to refill, put the account on hold, whatever you need to do. Man, listen, I just, I'll just make sure my apartment ain't on here showing. 
I'm gonna cover that up right there. I just re-upped. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here with it, bro. They send it. They send it every single month. Uh, they can send however many that you you choose to do. Completely affordable and worth it. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. Even even if you ain't even struggling like that in that. Yeah. So to you, I just you know I just take it for the extra. It's fun. Month. Full watching right now, you guys get to try Blue Chew for free. All you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E, like the color blue, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Enter the promo code D-I-Y-S, and you would get your first shipment completely for free. All you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. Cool. Cool. Hey, take your hat off and tell them again. They wouldn't listen. (laughs) Hey. T. Murph can't wait to get out of quarantine so he can stand like this the whole time and show off that new curve. <laughs> hey, when nigga, you poke your back in like that, your B-cup start poking out. <laughs> this nigga. That's because I'm budding. <laughs> See, that's what, that's what happened when you lotion your body, lay down and let it seep in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nigga's permanently wet like a dog's nose. Hey. <laughs> This nigga T. Murphy is four five, four feet five inches with the arch of a volleyball player. Nigga, you gonna get scooped up all summer long. (laughs) All bad bitch accessories right now, from the glasses to the hat. I don't want any shit you talk about. (laughs) This nigga T. Murphy gonna be the first black man to be a millionaire off of lace front beards. First one. (laughs) You got beards. If Lace Front Beards ever did blow up, you would need a T Murph like beard to sell it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't trust the nigga. I wouldn't trust the nigga who looked like me selling lace front beards. Nah. T Murph is the only nigga that could do it. <laughs> game, that nigga, nigga T Murph's uh only fan's name is Fun Size. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, T Murph, do you sell uh beard beard oils? I don't. Everybody tells me I should. You gotta get up on that, man. I gotta holler at y'all. Y'all gotta put me on. I've never done it, man. I've never. Hey, all you gotta do is find somebody who makes makes them, them themselves, and if you like the product, just hook up a collab. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got it. Something like I say, I've never had any sponsors, man. I, whenever people always ask me what beard oil I use, I always give them the, the beard oil. Like I've never, like I send them the link. I'm like, oh man, this is what I fuck with. Nah, Bro, man. listen. The same way you got the the same way you got that thong deal with Fashion Nova is the same way you got to handle this beard oil deal, nigga. All you got to do is just reach out to the right people, man. <laughs> thong sponsor is hilarious. <laughs> that thong deal. That thong deal. Like you need some more. You need more thongs. You go through ours. <laughs> <laughs> after, after, after you give us your spiel on hotels, you can lose your Super Eight contract, nigga. They finna, nigga, nigga That's all right. Motel, <laughs> Motel Six been knocking at my door for a while. They want to connect. <laughs> Leave the light on. <laughs> Hell no. All right, y'all. So tell me, this is the third and final Zoom fail of the day. Tell me if this is worse. I ha- I I couldn't figure it out because the last one was pretty bad. The last one was publicly embarrassed and called out for cheating, and I'm sure he lost his girl. This is embarrassing on a professional level. All right, so this guy actually got fired for this. Mm. So this is a video. This is a college professor who tried to host us class, but he left his tabs open. So this dude was recording. Bro, it's a busty college girl fucks. (laughs) 
first of all, that's student aid shit. That's student aid shit for snitching. But I get oh, he bogus. He got the man five, bro. I got well, he shared his screen. Now this is the this is the teacher's screen. And he was basically like sharing his info and stuff like that. But as someone who also leaves all the tabs open, uh, I, I I don't be watching porn on my laptop. That's 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 too incriminating. But <laughs> this is this is just fam. You couldn't have. You know you, what? The, uh, he really he probably bust right before he started this damn class. He looked, he, he looked real relaxed trying to. As he should have. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> that's what you're supposed no. to do. It. And they apparently should. he was fired for this. No, nah, they should have uh, fired for that, bro. That's, yeah. He at home. He at fucking home. And, I mean, bro, that's his computer. He not. He literally not, sh- like, showing them the porn. They shouldn't have fired him, man. What that's if he was doing research, bro? What if that's, what if it's not even fucked? What if it's Busted Girl funny video? Like, you don't even know. Like, they fired him under false pretense, okay? False pretense. Didn't, didn't even give him a chance to prove his innocence. I'm sure I can find a video that says Busted Girl shows fun. Like, I'm sure I can find that video. Well, that's the thing. The word busty doesn't appear anywhere else but porn. (laughs) I've never heard busty in anything else (laughs) cheap white porn. And you don't even see that in black porn. There ain't no black porn. That shit do appear other places. You ain't never tried to search to hear on um (laughs) Busty Busty Comic host the comedy (laughs) union. And leopard hat, like it just nigga to here go pop right. <laughs> Busty comic is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's rude as hell too. The funniest thing about this is this is a teacher named Mr. Zhang, and he looks hella like stern. So if you could imagine being in his class and he don't put up with no shit, and then this happens to you, that's that is a very humbling experience. Yeah. I hate it on the job. I still can't believe they fired the man for that, though. Right. For real, though. It's just like, he's at home. Let him bust him. I wonder if that dude feels bad, though. But you know who didn't get fired? I bet the the last reporter that had naked bitches in the background still got his job, though. Hey, man, somebody got to report this news. Uh, (laughs) Hey, have you guys been seeing this spike in OnlyFans? No, I've heard. I've heard chicks been been checking a, a mean bag on there though. Man, it's. To I the wish point I would. It's it's to the point where like, girls are reported like buying new houses, cash because of their OnlyFans after a few months. Uh, there are girls making eight k a, a month extra just from doing like the basic like uploading stuff that they're already putting on Instagram. Like niggas is really paying for that, but then. The crazy part is the amount of females that I saw switch over to porn so quickly. <laughs> like, they're literally like, ah, it's been COVID for three weeks. Time to start masturbating on OnlyFans. Like, I was Bro. just like, no, no judgment. Like, get your money. But I'm just like, damn, I did not take long at all. <laughs> literally just saw this girl uh, tweet out today. She was like, uh, can't believe I'm doing this. OnlyFans is in the bio. And then she did this emoji. But it's like, you can believe you're doing it because you did it. And you just made an announcement about it. You didn't casually slide it in there. Somebody's just going to go buy a look. You made the announcement. So, hey, by the way, if you got an extra $7 a month. Oh, no, yes. bro. Seven? Nigga, like, they are charging like 45 60 
70 yeah. a month. And I'm, I'm, I'm like seeing the steps. Like there's this, I don't know her, but there's this girl I follow on Twitter that went, she, she got like these viral videos from twerking to anything. She twerked to yeah. like just random stuff, like rock music, whatever. And she got a following. And then that turned into like, all right, well, I'll just twerk on OnlyFans. Several steps later, she's full on fucking on OnlyFans. And I was just like, wow, I saw this whole transition. And like, I'm I'm going to just say this. I have no judgment in the world. I have no judgment in the world. Get your bag however. OnlyFans is new. Adapt however you want. However, let's be real. People are really, really trying to separate this from stripping. <laughs> it, I mean, it's the same thing. People, and, and I'm, I'm saying this for strippers. Like, people judged strippers. They're always saying, like, this is like, to do this, it's like a whole transition to stripping. Yeah. I mean, strippers do be making their money, but it's mm-hmm. like the judgment that came with that has always been present. Now that OnlyFans came out, those same people who were judging strippers are switching to OnlyFans and acting like it's different when it's like, no, you, you got to keep that same energy. Like, I'm not judging you, but you ain't about to sit here and act like you didn't become a porn star in front of my face. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> you're not, you know, you want to act like, you know, like a lot of girls are starting to put tutorials up and stuff. Like, this is why you should join your OnlyFans. Like, you know, fuck the, fuck what people think about you. Do this, this, and this. Absolutely. I agree. But it's when they start acting like it's, you know, different. different. Yeah. And, and, I don't know. I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts on the whole switch over to OnlyFans. Because I can't judge it, but at the same time, I can't sit up here and act like it's not what it is. I don't know. I, with, 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 with OnlyFans, I just feel like, um, like what Tahir was saying, or even what you were saying, like it's, it's a lot of young ladies that are, that are switching over or, or jumping on OnlyFans because they see, you know, these other chicks making 60 grand or 40 grand or 50 grand, which is cool. Get, get your motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. I talked about not doing stand up in my house until I just heard Tahir say, oh boy, made 50 grand. Now, <laughs> let's talk about some things. Now I'm like, but, but then you have to think about it just like they have to think about it. How many followers do they already have? If you already amass a following, then of course you can get that following to transition over and then support your OnlyFans, especially like, you know, w- women who are good looking, who have dope bodies and all that shit. A lot of dudes are following them already thirsty as hell. Mm-hmm. So if you say I'm finna shake some ass on OnlyFans, but you know, without the without the panties, then here come all the dudes. They're gonna pay. But yeah. if you got two hundred followers on Instagram and you come on, join my OnlyFans, and it's like your mom and her church friends. <laughs> That's like, true. Hey, but let me say this though. Money. Like, let me let me say this though. Two hundred fans. All she needs is a hundred of them to sign up to get a thousand dollars a month at ten dollars. And that's if she started ten. If she charging twenty five to forty five, she had a hundred people sign up. She's still collecting the bag. Well, now, here's, here's the my, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought well, you. Here's my thing with OnlyFans. It just be like I've seen the upswing of it of a lot of women like checking it out and wanting to do it. My only fear is when the world opens back up, some of these people that are doing it or, or trying it out aren't using discretion, like hiding their face and stuff like that. At some point, you're going to want to get a job again. And I was this one chick, I had read the story about this, uh, this female, uh, I mean, this, this lady mechanic. She was a mechanic at a body shop. And yeah. People discovered she had, like, the people that worked at her job discovered she had OnlyFans, and they fired her. 
So it's like if you ever want to get back into that that real world, like that's gonna that that could potentially come up. You need to be cognizant of that. So if you're gonna do it, do it smart. Cut your head out, crop it right, so that there are no distinguishing marks to tell people who you are. Because if they find out who you are, it's a wrap. That's what. Yeah, that's that's low key what I was gonna talk about. Uh, there was a uh, there was a mechanic in Indiana that mm -hmm. was fired after her coworkers found her OnlyFans page. Yep, that's so the shit like, I'm talking about. That's what that's what I'm talking about. It's like, do we do we judge anybody who makes the switch? Absolutely not. I didn't judge that back when it wasn't OnlyFans and it was like in person stripping. You know, like OnlyFans right. to me is the strip clubs with social distancing. That's really all it is. So like, at, like I, I I noticed that T Murph made it like he he brought up uh doing stand-up in his living room right yeah switching from doing stand-up live to stand up on the internet isn't the comparison to going from not only fans to only fans you know what i mean like that would be more of a like a patreon thing that's something that you already do so that's just like a different way of doing what you already do my whole right. thing is like only fans is people who, a lot of uh females or males that didn't do that before at all and then completely made the switch to something that was borderline pornographic. So like what Tahir said and what, you know, to the, 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 the uh, case of this mechanic, if you want to do that, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like nobody's judging, but we can't sit here and act like it's not what it is because it is. And we just right. saw that, you know, a mechanic sadly got, I don't think she should have been fired, right. but it still holds that Sigma, because a lot of these people are just going from not doing that at all to full on masturbating or showing nudes on OnlyFans. And we can't act like that's not a substantial transition. That's just all yeah. I'm saying. Let me say this. First of all, I also want to say this really quick, put this out there. There's a, there's a tweet going around. This chick tweeted it and it's about this other chick's uh, Twitter page. And she says, do not go through her media. I'm telling you. Um, do not go through what? Do not go through her media. Her media, like her videos on her Twitter page. You, know, you go to Twitter, you got the feed, and then you got her, her ass and stuff, and then you got like yeah. media. Yeah. Don't go through her media. Don't do it. Because she's, like she's like a thicker chick. And like she's I would do it. Uh, here's the thing. I did it. I was hard-headed. I went through it, and she's twerking on a lot of stuff, and then you get to this one video. And she's literally like, she, cause she's like, oh, I started this twerk video, I started this twerk video. And then she said, I sold this shit video. I, I knew this is where you were going, actually. I don't know why. So that was on her Twitter? This is on her Twitter, because it's like a clip of it, like like advertising for her OnlyFans. And it's just like, bro, if you're not ready for it, it's going to throw you. Because I was like, just looking at it, I was like, boom, scroll to the next one, boom, scroll to the next one. I'm like, what the uh, fuck is that coming? <sighs> that ain't for Twitter. That's for specific. Like, if you have an OnlyFans, you will get those specific messages. Like, I have friends who are like models on IG and they, they, they show me their messages all the time. And, and it'll be like, I'll pay for a picture of your shit. Can you package some shit up and mail it to me? Like niggas are sick out here. But if you have those, if you have those fans, you better deal with them discreetly. Don't just advertise shit videos on your Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I got shit for the low y'all. Like, the, the, sec the second thing I want to say about this whole thing is I'm with you, Pat. I'm all about women liberating themselves 
embracing that sexuality. If you can make some money off of it, make some money off of it. Do get your bag. I'm not. I'm never going to say that. I'm just saying be be weary of everything that comes with it because it's still a negative uh, connotation and a stigma that comes along with it. But I'm all about the uplifting of women being sexual, like because women have amazing sexual prowess. Like they are dope as hell. And once they hit 30, when guys start to hit the decline on the sexual drive, women are just now starting to wrap up 60. Right. You know what I'm saying? They still going to hit that 100 miles an hour on it. And I think it's fucked up that we still shame women for liking sex or call women hoes when they've had multiple partners, but we don't call guys hoes. They'll say like, oh, his whole ass or something like that, but it still it doesn't carry the same negative connotation. Bro, I think they're women... not even fucking at a strip club. People, right. people like a nigga can fuck a hey. people mm. and be a man and a strip club well, what I'm saying is they, they fucking they fucking at strip clubs. No, no, no. But I mean, that's, <laughs> no, no, no. They fucking at the strip clubs in East St. Louis or Brooklyn, Illinois, to hear. No, no, no. They, 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 they fucking at. Like, but that's like saying they fucking at McDonald's. Like I'm sure the employees are fucking at McDonald's on the low. I'm just saying in terms of the job description. Yeah. Right. Strippers are just shaking. They finesse, ass, right. Yeah. So the fact that a man can fuck a hundred people and be the man, and a woman can strip for twenty people, not fuck any of them, and be yeah. labeled something is just that's been there forever but for some reason now that only fans happened and like if there's a huge spike and it's like people have the excuse of you know i can't work or I, I can't do anything else and beyonce rapped about it like only fans is like developing this whole like well i'll do it just real quick but it's not that big of a deal but we're starting to see people getting fired so i that's that's why i brought it up i was just i don't think you fired her though that, huh? that, that that that's ridiculous that she got fired for exactly for yeah i'm just saying it still comes with that it, negative like, connotation and i mean like to to your point pat i mean you look you look at women who who if they want to you know do only fans and shit like you said here do it get your money but how can you get fired from doing some shit in your spare time or i mean that's really your uh, your second job employment meanwhile you got dudes at the job who's sending dick pics out to every fucking body and he mm -hmm. still got his goddamn job nobody's fired him Shit, you got the you got the president of the United States who went around and literally sexually assaulted women, and this nigga is he holds the highest position in, in the, the land. World. In the land, ridiculous. Like what the fuck? It makes no sense. When and that's and that's that's why I I low key consider myself a feminist because I'm not. I feel like I'm not well versed on all of the matters to really speak on it and and step in their defense. But I will always champion women's rights way a lot more over than I will men because men have for the most part uh ruled the land and it's kind of like Pat that thing that I talked about on uh I think it was a couple of episodes back is like until the lion uh learns how to write the hunter will always be the victor or something to that yep. like oh, women need that, that platform to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do without all the backlash without all the negativity without all the the uh the name calling like let them live bro like women are so dope like they i mean bro they can make life just just think about that think about that even with all the synthetic life and artificial life and all of that type of stuff we can never do what they do you know oh. what i'm saying and, and all the all the advances and, and breakthroughs in technology are because of women we're taking their embryos we're taking their, their eggs all of that so bro like women are dope in so many ways so to constantly tear them down is so fucked up in my eyesight and that's why yeah. I, like i said i don't go to strip clubs i don't go to clubs i hate seeing i hate seeing women publicly 
disrespect the guys pulling on their arms or calling them bits because they can't get a number. Uh, or something. That shit, that shit like infuriates it. me to the point where I can't be around it. So that's why I don't go to a lot of clubs. That's why I don't, I choose not to go to strip clubs because that shit just, man, it, it, it puts a different fire in me, bro. So with that said, and here's, here's the part that kind of trips me up a little bit. Obviously, no one's hating on this, right? I, I wholeheartedly be, believe like this is a new opportunity, this whole OnlyFans thing. It's the yeah. same way that some people took advantage of Twitter and Instagram to make their whole money. Do your thing. However, when I was asked, would you let your, 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 your girl have an OnlyFans? I wasn't... Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. It's not necessarily a, a clear cut yet, net yes or no. But the fact that I was so adamant about no, do your thing, make your money, blah 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 blah, and then I didn't know how to answer that, bothered me. So, what do y'all think? My wife asked me to do one for her feet. She was I like, know. I know a handful of girls who have all of their bills paid just from feet pictures. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, my, my wife literally hit me and was like, yo, she was like, look at how much money this, this chick making off of her feet. She was like, and I have dope feet. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what? And I, I broke it down to her. I'm like, I don't, I can't tell her what she can or can't do. I could mm-hmm. be like, yo, you know, I don't really think that shit cool. But I broke it down to her. I was like, yo, you got to look at your following and who the fuck is going to come over there. I was like, you can put your feet on there all you want. I was like, but you got to have subscribers. That's the only shit you got to think about. You hate posting on regular social media. You think mm-hmm. you finna just be throwing foot pics up for the hell of it? Like, it hey, looks Nigga, let but me tell you something. It's just like us. If somebody it gives, to- somebody give her $100 for a picture in a sandal, I bet she learned how to get get consistent with that shit. Yeah, somebody- but I'm just <laughs> You look at us, we, we're supposed to produce daily internet content. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's a task. It is. It's a but, task. But, you get tired of it. But, but you when you look at it like a job, I'm sorry, Pat, go ahead. Get your we also gave an example of the least like intrusive way to do it. Feet pics, yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of men who'd be upset upset with that. But mm-hmm. anything past that, would you guys be okay with nudes or masturbation videos or lingerie sexy videos? Like, would you guys be okay with the typical OnlyFans? with somebody that you're exclusively involved with. Absolutely. Yeah, Farron yep. says Farron asked me if she could do one. She said Okay. Farron said she was gonna do an OnlyFans page. Now she said it jokingly, but I was like, I, if you do it, just don't don't let them know who you are. Because my thing is not like I get to control her and tell her what to do. I can give my opinion of it, but ultimately like, that's her body, right? It's opportunities. Yeah, but but my thing is like like I know what comes in my inbox from my status, right? People saying wild shit to me, people asking for money, people coming at me trying to fight on some wild shit. Like, that's just with me got my clothes on. That's me just saying wild shit on, on the internet. You start putting your body on there, like you open yourself to a whole new level of ratchetness, disrespect, um, unfiltered filth. Niggas just saying wild. Like some of my homegirls be posting the shit that niggas be coming in they shit. Like they'll send a picture and be like, Bro, so I'm just like, yo, just know that what comes with this is not normal. It's not natural. You see the worst of the worst of people when you put yourself out there like that. So if you're not mentally prepared for that shit, it will, it will, it'll fuck with you. So I'm just like, hey, I can't tell you what to do. Like I said, she said it jokingly, but I'm like, hey, you know, just make sure you don't have any distinguishing marks visible because if somebody sees you out, 
then they seen you like that. People feel like they have power over you once they've seen you. Yeah, did you guys positions. hear what, um, how Mia Khalifa, she started talking about um, her experiences since she became the, the number one porn star on the internet. And like, for some reason, like when you are known for like sexual things, it's yeah. the same way that people were, will way more than likely approach somebody who they know on social media than like a Denzel Washington, because like mm -hmm. if they know you from social media, they feel like you're, they're your friend. Imagine the layer behind that, which is like a porn star. Like, Oh, I masturbate to you. So like they walk up to them on some, like, you're not even a human being type of shit. They'd be touching them and like grabbing them. And they just feel like they, they they can do whatever with them because they're in their mind, like a sex object. Yeah. yeah. That's you. You got to respect people's personal space at all times, and you have to respect people as people. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, you don't just walk. How would you feel if somebody did that to your mom? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we come from a generation of camera phones, so a lot, a lot of niggas' mamas out here getting stretched out. Yeah. So, you some big mamas, some big mamas getting, out here too, getting, getting stretched out in 4K. So don't, 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 don't try to. Like don't so you don't disrespect. Yeah, don't don't record my mom in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> you equally horrified and like impressed. Like man, this is some great production value, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ultra. Room because I can hear slaps. That's that's ultra HD. You get to see the cesarean mark. <laughs> 4K, nigga. So, so so yeah, man. You have to respect people as people. You can't. <laughs> can't approach individuals and just wow the fuck out and i mean i've i've never experienced anything like that like i don't understand how women even leave the house the way niggas be at like niggas, oh. niggas are disrespectful and 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 now you know as you said to here achieving a certain level being on tv um like I, i've had women approach me aggressive as fuck yeah and like you know what i mean when you turn them down like i, I told women i didn't like motherfuckers playing on my beard i talked i made a video about it, like yo please don't touch my beard like it's my face and yeah. especially like now you understand where the fuck i'm coming from because we're dealing with covid like people don't understand how disgusting their fucking hands are but they want to grab my beard and i should be okay with it because i'm a man and then when i say something like hey man i don't, I don't want your hands in my face now i'm instantly gay like that's mm. the, that, like chicks that's the that's the goal really bro yeah. i've had challenge your manhood because you don't want they nasty ass hands Oh, man, that's but that's them. That's them reflecting like, oh, he didn't want me. He must not want any woman. Yeah. Like, oh. I've had I've had so many women come in my, my IG inbox and like send a picture or something like that. Like and just say something wild, like like come on my yeah. today. I can't wait to meet some crazy shit. And I'll just be like, no, because like from one, one standpoint, I'm always like, if it seems good to be true, it is. So it's yeah. probably spam or somebody trying to do it. But also it's just like. No, like when I was out there, like one of the things I liked about dating was the thrill of the chase. If you just yeah. don't give it to me, it's like, oh, I don't want that. Oh, no, no, who are you? Didn't gave that to that way. That's what I'm saying that was probably I'm the Magic Johnson or that Rona. I'm straight. Yeah, I'm good. You know what? That's the best part about this lock-in. And like, although I, you know, it's it's it sucks that all these medical workers are on the front line and all these people are dying. But it's like the underlying thing is that. Everybody was disgusting. Like, let, let's just be honest. Like, everybody was really, really gross before this. And I feel like even when things open back up, my hope is that people are still carry this paranoia. Because if you think about it, since everything shut down, they didn't fucking Lysol uh, the, the subways in New York. 
if mm-hmm. you were like wiping down all those like turnstiles and things that yep. everybody touched. And it's like, y'all weren't doing that before. Like <laughs> if, if everybody, if, if everything shuts down and then people come back out thinking that they have to wash their hands more than usual, they can't be touching on people or standing this close to people. That's a better world for me. Yeah. Like <laughs> even at the, even at the supermarket, like they have somebody dedicated and the one close to me, they have somebody dedicated to wiping down each cart before somebody yep. comes up and picks it up at the Target, at the supermarket. And like yep. that, that is just, that's just good hygiene, bro. Like that, that should be a part of it. They did that. You know what I mean? One is to, to help with COVID. But two, because uh, niggas like myself was stealing those Lysol wipes. Like, you can't. Uh, wait, <laughs> really? Stop. Some nigga, you go in that bitch, nigga, and get home. <laughs> That's ghetto as hell because they don't give you the container, which means you just taking wet, wet wipes and putting them in. <laughs> Ziploc bag. You got to come up, man. They you smell. They, they, they're clean and they smell good. <laughs> hey, hey, you got you got to come up, man. But, Speak. Speaking of smelling good, fellas, how do y'all feel about cologne? What's your go-to cologne, Murph? Ooh, you know what? I'm not going to give my go-to. Uh, mm. I hate for people to smell like me. I, I put a couple of my homies on. I um, feel you. On Smart my fragrance. And yeah. I, I, I was under the impression that they wouldn't get it because it costs too much. The fragrance mm-hmm. I wear um, retails for $330. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, yes, yes. And I, I, it's, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's an oud fragrance. A lot of Middle Eastern. I, I already know. I'm going to send you a picture of it. But this is what I will say, Murph. Because I feel the same way, I would encourage people to take out, check out my, my friends at Hawthorne. Because Hawthorne is a company that really cares about your scent and wants to personalize it. So they give you a two-minute survey. And in this survey, you answer questions like, what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, do you go to bars, you go to clubs, you go to lounges? When you're at these bars, clubs, or lounges, are you the life of the party? Are you a sit-back-and-chill type of person? Are you an observed person? When you're drinking, what do you drink? Are you more of a beer? Are you more of a cocktail? Are you more of a whiskey? They take all this information, and from it, they develop you a personal scent. That way, no one else smells like you, okay? You get one scent for work, and you also get one scent for play. Because you should smell different between work and play. But you need to smell great. Smelling great, smelling is one of those scents, I mean, one of those senses that automatically attaches itself to an an experience, right? If you remember what you were smelling, you walked in the the club smelling good, and that's when you met your future lady, She's going to remember that forever. She's going to be like, oh, he walked in the club. He was smelling like citrus and vanilla, whatever it may be. And I just knew I had to have him. Like, so smell is very important, fellas. I would encourage you to check out Hawthorne.co right now and use our promo code DIYS. And you're going to get 10% off your first order. This is something that you really, really, really need to invest in. And ladies, if you're watching, you're listening right now, I would encourage you to check them out as well because you can get him a gift card. You can give him, uh, send him a survey so he can do it himself. Father's Day is coming up. We are tired of getting ties and socks and getting taken out to dinner. Socks. This is, I'm sick of it. I, I don't oh, need the no The same gift. old Gucci that we've been getting. God damn. We know <laughs> what to do. We've had it. Motherfucker, like, nigga, buy me something. <laughs> get us something that we can really enjoy and Hawthorne would be perfect for that so again go to Hawthorne that's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot co not dot com dot co C-O and use our promo code D-I-Y-S and get 10% off your first order and you're welcome 
<laughs> face cleaner, face lotion, mm -hmm. shampoo, body wash, soap. It's they 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 gave us a sample of everything, and I, I got am, the candles I'm too. Lifetime, I'm a lifetime fan. You got the candles? I got the candles too. Oh, yeah, okay. they got like four, five or six different sets of the candles. Um, amazing, man. I'm I'm a huge fan of Hawthorne. Um, I got some extra. Murph, I'll send you some stuff too, bro, because I, okay. I want you to check it out, man. It's amazing. Um, get your personal scent, bro. Like, nobody yeah. smells like you, and you seem like the type of person that would really appreciate that. Oh, man, I go crazy with the fragrances. I, I, I spend a lot of money on smelling good. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, clearly. 300. They yeah. feel like they can jack my beard, because when you walk by, if you smell good, like, mm -hmm. to, to women, a man that smells good, if you can dress a little bit, you know, just a little bit, you ain't got to dress the best. If you can dress a little bit and you smell uh, good, hey. That adds like that adds like at least a plus three or four to your outfit. Easy, man. Like I, <laughs> when when the world opens back up, since since you you all are in LA, you got to check out my my man's spot. It's called Beverly Hills Perfumery. It's Cat okay. Allen who owns it. So hey, to here, I, I don't know if you heard that. Well, um, I said when the world opens back up, it's a spot out in, uh, in LA. It's mm -hmm. called Beverly Hills Perfumery. It's actually in Beverly Hills, right by Rodale Drive. Cat mm -hmm. Allen owns it. Just go in there and smell some things. This okay. the the best fragrances you've ever smelled in your life. I'm talking about the most high-end stuff from all across the world. If if you've never thought about really spending some money on something like that, you're gonna go in there, you're gonna be like, I, I think I might just grab one. No, I definitely need the uh, the signature the signature smell. I, I I want that smell that I don't tell nobody about, like you. Yeah, <laughs> that you're just like no siree it's, yeah, it's, it's not Murph, a real outfit fragrance um, have you have you ever seen this before Murph? let me see i don't want to i don't want to show the the name of no, it no no actually i haven't seen that that's not oh. it that's not it that's okay. you yeah this oud oud is actually extracted from from the tree bark i know this one has oud in it this yeah, one it's is extracted from the tree bark Murph. and um and and certain certain companies uh, are privy to the to the world's best oud, bro. Uh, one of those companies. I don't. I don't wear. A lot of people wear it. It's like a. It, it, it used to be like a niche fragrance, but it's become mainstream. It's Creed. A lot of people wear Creed now. Mm -hmm. Are you saying oud? Creed. Uh, no. Oh yeah, oud is the word, Pat. Okay. Oh yeah, oud. O u d. Oud. Oud. It's a heavier fragrance, but it, it's like it, it has a sweet. You, know, you you got you just got to smell it, Pat. You you love oud. Just you you would fuck with. It. Okay. Like it's, it's a fragrance. You're going to be like, yo, I fuck with this. And hey, I'm not even going to hold you. This might be a black blasphemy fact, but um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep this one to myself. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I can live this one down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it. I already, I already gave the drum roll. You know what? I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> there have been some females that I talked to that yeah. smelled so good. I was like, nigga, I wouldn't mind smelling like that. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Now? It's funny, but it's not funny. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of fragrances now are unisex, Pat. Yeah. So are they? Some Chanel some makes one. YSL makes a, a couple unisex ones. I have YSL. Uh, yeah. I, I thought Chanel was for females. Every no. Creed fragrance, every Creed fragrance, uh, every Bond Number no. 9 fragrance, every Tom Ford fragrance are all unisex. Bro, when I used to shop for colognes, cologne smelled, all of them smelled like my dad. They just smelled like hardworking men. Yeah, nah, you all the females, cologne, like perfume smelled amazing. And I was just like, damn, this is just how I am with liquor. All the females have the better stuff. 
<laughs> I wouldn't mind smelling like some damn rose water or whatever the fuck Japanese the greatest, blossom. The greatest fragrance ever for for a woman to me that I've smelled <laughs> is a Creed Aventus for her. Oh my god! Fire, bro! Like that. Best fragrance I've ever smelled on a woman. Like I, one, my my wife wears it. I bought it for her. One of my neighbors has it. I went out to the garage to get in my car. I thought my wife had walked to the garage. I'm following the scent. I was like, yo, I'm like, you went out? She was like, no, nah. I'm like. But was it womanly though? Because there's, there's some girls that smell like, oh, she smells really good, but she also smells like a woman. And then there's other women that are just like, that smells good as fuck, but I wouldn't mind smelling like that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm telling you. The, That's how creepy it is? They're unisex, they're unisex, bro. Man, I'm, I'm going for it then. Go, 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 check check out that spot I said and watch what he shows you. You're going to be like, is this for men or women? He's going to be like, both. Like, Man, I'm about to start wearing perfume. Fuck it. <laughs> perfume is actually, it's, so let me break it down to you. So you have cologne, which is the lowest level, right? Cologne lowest level of what? So the, the, as far as like when you're getting into perfume, right? Mm-hmm. Cologne, oh, the oil, the oil content. It, it, has, a low, it has the lowest concent, uh, concentrate of actual oil in it. Okay. Uh, cologne does. Parfume has the highest concentrate of oil. So like the shit that I wear is like 30 or 40% oil based. So mm-hmm. you can't spray that shit on your clothes because it'll actually stain your clothes. You have to put it directly on your skin. But it lasts so much longer. Yeah, and when you put it on, you don't rub it in. You let it soak into your skin like to here with lotion on the head. You get That's what right. I'm saying? The spray, no rub. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. six to eight inches, you let it spray. It soaks into your skin. Most times you want to do it out of the shower while your pores are still open, right? And then, um, like, when you get to a cologne, like, uh, the oil base in that is what, like, 8%, maybe? Is that why you put it in your clothes? Yeah, that's why you can put it in your clothes, and that's why you have to keep reapplying it during the day because it starts to die out. But that's why I get the oils of the colognes that have a lighter oil content. So, like, with the Gucci Guilty, love Gucci Guilty, right? They, and they have the perfume one too. I'll get that one, but I'll also get the oil for the Gucci Guilty. So I put the oil on the, on the wrist and behind the earlobe and then right here on the neck, rub that in and then spray the same spots with the cologne because the cologne is going to give it more of a, uh, like a, a bigger smell so it'll fill yeah. the room, but the oil will have it last all day. And the oil, man, I'm telling you, it stretches it and really makes a difference really makes a difference so wait are you saying that murph are you, are you saying that you wear parf wait you're also saying parfum is that different than perfume it's 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 just a higher a higher a higher level so it's well, why do they call it perfume 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 oh so that's just a different pronunciation yeah. okay yeah. so then perfume isn't necessarily associated with women that's just the concentration so are there female colognes? I mean, they're all they're all. They just they, they still call it perfume, though. Yeah, here here that's how they differentiate the two. Like as far as they're gonna if they're gonna market a fragrance towards a woman, right? But when you when you actually get into those higher tiers, it's just you're you're buying perfume all across the board. So it's literally like oil. How they have premium and unleaded and stuff like that. It's it's really just content, but yep. they still use those levels to differentiate between male and female. Well, yeah, only, only on the lower tiers. Only on the lower tiers. So you have cologne and perfume on the lower tiers. So it's like, oh, I want cologne. But even if you go in, let's, let's say Chanel, Blue, Blue, Blue de Chanel, if you go and buy that, you have the cologne version, and then you have the perfume version. 
Right. Those are both are males. So the Cologne version is really called like uh, e- EDT. E- yeah, Editolet. It's like, yeah. so it's just a lesser concentration of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Murph, you were right with the parfum. It's in most cases like 40%. So yep. they would still give a man like, okay, this is the perfume version, but that doesn't necessarily mean this is the female version. It means yes. it's the stronger. Yep, yep. So perfume is just a higher, it's just a higher con- uh, uh, concentrate of oil. That man, that was that was some ultimate game right there. Shit, I didn't know none of that. <laughs> Dude, sure. I- I'm about to ex- I'm about to live my real truth and start uh, buying these female fragrances. Buy your shit. Buy your shit. Females are going to be like, damn, he smelled good. I can't put my finger on it. I'm going to be like, no, it's not like you. going to be like, I smell like you. He's going to throw his hair and walk the fuck off. That's going to be my biggest attraction is that I'm just going to smell just like them and they're not going to know exactly why. Like you, bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Well, dope, man. man. I feel like I learned a lot today. Yeah, we this out here with all it. the way. That's what it's all about, man. I'm seeing a whole bunch of comments saying, "Okay, I'm learning so much. I'm glad I'm not the only one getting my mind blown right now." <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody said that was such a Patrick thing to say. What? <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing my my female perfume. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I recently made the transition with liquor. I don't like bourbon or all this shit y'all be drinking neat. I'm out here drinking the the, the female stuff because they have the delicious stuff. I, I mean, I be drinking neat and drinking it all the time. Matter of fact, Word. it's shot 30. Shot 30? Dirty is with ice, right? Oh, I thought you said 30. Like, this is number 30. No, 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 no. dirty is with ice. I don't drink, so I don't know. Dirty is, uh, is it? No, on the rocks. On the rocks is what I, dirty is like, put a martini. You make it dirty, you like put olive juice in it. So put the olive juice in it, shake it up, or depending on how they want it. Sometimes they want it on rocks, sometimes they want it shaken, sometimes they just want to stir it. Is that what they mean by uh, put it in a dirty glass? No, that's just dirty. They just ask for dirty. They just well, ask for an actual dirty glass. Let me get a dirty martini. Uh, extra dirty. Let me, let me get a martini extra dirty so they want extra olive juice. Can't Do you do drink that? Yeah, I drink, but it's like when I'd be drinking like Martell and all that like heavy shit, I can't do it. But I'm, I'm down with some mixed drinks. <laughs> with some yeah. pineapple in my shit. I don't care if the bartender <laughs> I don't care if the bartender smirks no more. <laughs> Give me a vodka Red Bull. I don't care if I drink like a sorority girl. It's delicious. <laughs> but, um, no, this was dope, man. I, I just want to give a huge shout out to T. Murph. Uh, yeah, man. Not only with the barber facts, but with the general scent facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys in the chat for watching. Shout out to our Patreon. Uh, we just started doing a show specifically with our Patreons, the uh, easy for you to say, the tongue twister game. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pull some clips and post those today. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys uh, follow our Patreon. Uh, T Murph, is there anywhere that they can find you at? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm all on social media. Uh, I am T Murph. So it's I A M T M U R P H. Uh, please follow me. Uh, look for my new show coming out on Hulu uh, titled Woke. 
It stars uh, Lamore Morris, Blake Anderson, and myself. That's so it'll be dropping this summer. I mean, you ain't got shit else to do, so stream it. <laughs> need a season two. So <laughs> nigga got a show on Hulu, so he don't need it. But make sure you guys press this nigga for beard oil. Yes. This nigga <laughs> have a beard like that and not be selling beard oil. That makes Facts. sense. Something, man. Facts. <laughs> I can't tour, so I need to be making money some other type of way right now. So that's what yeah, I'm man. If you got oh. the beard oils, hit me up. Fuck it. Let's 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 join and and sell some shit. Boom. Also, uh, Pat, just real quick, um, please check out Word It Is Hard. Um, and then also, Pat and I are on this new show called Canvas Conversations, oh, yeah. where we're interviewing a lot of artists. This is K Camp. We also interview funny people. Um, who else, man? We interviewed a lot of people. Lot I think of people. We, did both, we both did two days worth of filming, and we did one day together when we were together mm-hmm. as the people were. Uh, were with us on the other days, but it's super dope show, man. You get to see your, your some of your favorite artists in rare form and really with their guard down because we ask ridiculous questions. So make yeah. sure you check that out. And that's uh, by Empire Records. So make sure you check out Empire as well. Go so. check it out. We just interviewed the Renegade, 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 Renegade. Go, go, the whole dance for real. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like he just fucking around. I'm like, wait. Oh, no, he know this shit. Make sure you you check check him out. And uh, as always, I've been your co-host, Patrick Cloud. And I'm to hear more. We'll see you next week. Peace. Later, guys. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.